who see that if we're looking out for people's good, we're going to tailor our conversation and our interactions with others to what we think will best serve the given individual. And we see consequently that sometimes we may, in response to the very same thing, say one thing to one person and another thing to another person. Why and what can we learn from this? So the idea is that we... Uh, in our natural state, we are led to our convictions and our beliefs based on our emotional needs. First, we think, what do I need emotionally? What self-esteem needs do I have? And then we shop around for some kind of ideas, some kind of ideology, some kind of notions that we can kind of um, make our own and, and cling to in order to feel good. The problem is that our whole good lies with the clarity of our thought and the clarity of our understanding. And consequently, when we subvert it in favor of our emotions and our emotional needs, that's not a good recipe at all. And what we see, if we, for example, we take, let's say we take 100 million people that uh, the, the rest of humanity would judge to be not such great people. Uh, one person who does criminal awful things, mistreats people, another person's a big robber, another person's a pathological liar, another person is, em- is severely emotionally disturbed, another person is, uh, is completely lazy and never wants to do anything, every single person with their own problem. If we really thought about it, we really talked with these people, we really broke it down, we would see that each and, in each and every case, it's a problem of wrong thought. It's a problem of wrong understanding. Now, uh, we can dispose uh, to, to avoid uh, any uh, undue complexity. We're, we're going to not uh, consider cases where seemingly overtly physiological uh, influences, uh, but, uh, but we can find enough cases. We can find 100 million cases in the world where nobody would say it's as simple as a physiological, uh, something physiological. So in all of those cases, we see it's a problem of the wrong ideas in a person's head. A person just does not understand something in reality. What, what else is like, what, what else would be the reason, right? If now a person doesn't understand everything, but they just want to do bad in order to do bad, we understand every single person completely means good. Every single person is acting 100% positively in the context that they have. So the question is the context. The question is the ideas that a person has really truly assimilated. So we say that our whole good lies with the ideas that we have, with the clarity of our thought. And consequently, the very last thing that we want to do is bring in our pettiness and our pride and our vanity and our self-esteem needs into our ideas, into our thought. Right? But this is something we do all too often. And again, each and every person we speak with, they have their own something they're going to say, something they're going to claim, some kind of complicated thing they're going to spin up each and every time. Right? And uh, not because they've thought about it extensively, not because they've really truly pursued the truth uh, beginning from a point where they didn't know what, would, what they would say, but because they have found their solution. There, We have found our solution in, in, in each and every case of ours. We have found our unique painkiller, our unique drug. And uh, as we said, our, our good lies with our ideas and that consequently reduces our good. It's no small matter. It's not like, oh yeah, there's just, just one part of my life, right? It's my, my thought life is just one part. The other part is my personal life, my professional life, my interests, my hobbies. Oh, and there's also the things that I think. No, the things that I think <laughs> form a, a, is, is the sole part and everything else is an extension of that. Our, our hobbies, our personal life, our professional life, it all comes down to what we think. It all comes down to what we understand. Well, we, so to speak, believe if we want to say that, whatever that even means. That's what it comes down to. There's no separation. So again, we see how important it is uh, to, to, um, to, to, to be legit here, to be professional here. 
So the idea is anyway, right? So we said initially that we, we sometimes we can say one thing in response to X to the same thing, right? Uh, we say uh, one thing in the case of one person, another thing in the case of another. So the idea is it's not about some kind of quote unquote objective verification of what a person is saying, right? Like uh, only if enough studies have confirmed uh, the statement that a person is making, then we say encourage that person to, to keep making that statement. No, what it is about is, is about considering that the background and the infrastructure within which the, the belief, the statement arose. And, and if a person, even if what they're claiming for somebody else, we would say that's true when somebody else holds it, when they hold it, it's not true because they're considering only the statement. They're considering only the superficial aspect that is used again as a drug, as a self-esteem crutch, as opposed to anything actual. So the strategy then would be with, with, a, with, with one person would be to do everything possible to uh, undermine what they're saying, right? And, and give them reasons why and say, see, that's not true. What about this argument? What about this study? What about this uh, uh, philosophical uh, notion, yada, yada, right? To get them to doubt what they said, to collapse that unhealthy attachment and fixation. And you have the next person, let's say they're saying the very same thing. But in that case, we're going to say, we're going to encourage them to believe it. Why? Because it came from a healthier place. It came from strength, not from weakness. A person is uh, may, maybe was uh, brought to, to the conviction, not out of their, their, their vanity and their insecurity, but because they were raised with the idea or because they were uh, naturally kind of came to it. Right? So whenever we talk with people, we see it's again, it's never about some kind of, this is something that philosophers and scientists really, really want, right? Some kind of easy one-liner, the verification principle, the falsifiability, falsifiability, whatever, however you would say what Popper said, uh, principle, right? Like only if you can falsify something, then it's then it's a real uh, thought. Only if it's the, the science proves it, only if the philosophy proves it. No, that's not how it is. How it is is that we communicate with statements. We reach for our statements in the context of our life, of our emotional needs, of our weaknesses and our strengths. And that these statements mean different things for different people. When the statement means something actual for somebody and a person has attained it out of strength and adequately processed it and has really truly made a change in their understanding following its assimilation, that's one thing. And then we encourage it and we bolster it and we and we say, great. If the very same statement is made by another person who has reached to it, to it uh, through, through weakness, reached through it out of insecurity, reached through it out of, uh, uh, you know, their, their vanity and their neurosis and all of this, and now they cling to it. And now they, they, they're attached to it like a pit bull to a bone. And they can't move on and they can't see anything beyond it and everything comes down to, for, for them to, to that statement, then we, we work hard to undermine it. We work hard to, uh, to, to, to uh, take it away from them, right? Uh, so it's never a simple question of, oh, it's just with this single little principle, this single little trick uh, that, that if we know, we know what's true, what's not true. It's, it's about the context that, and about the whole picture. And the only way to develop this ability to, to help people in this kind of way is to work on our own self, is to observe things and be honest that, uh, with ourselves, what, what it is that we reach for, how our emotions work, how our self-esteem needs work, acknowledge everything, acknowledge our weaknesses, acknowledge our strengths. Then we can gain the insight to be able to help other people and tell people the things that they need to hear. If we simply stick to reading something or we think that just because we've We've uh, uh, read some books on quote-unquote psychology or philosophy or something like this or on science that we can actually 
be effectual, that we can be a real scientist, that we can be a real psychologist, a real philosopher, or a real thinker just because we have some kind of statements that we can make and we can say, look, I know this kind of theory, this person said, yada, yada, that's, that's a dream. That's not at all how it works. We have to work on ourselves, and then we can help other people in a, in a much greater way. All right, we can think about it. Thank you for listening.